the wildest thing that has ever happened to me in the insurance business? Well, there's a lot of them, but let me <laughs> pick one that's the kind of the weirdest claim story because you know insurance covers people's negligence, right? It doesn't cover your intent, just your negligence. So what happened was an individual that we insured had a home, had a 3,000 square foot home. It's a sizable home, but they had some problem with bugs, right? You know, bugs is, and bugs isn't covered itself. So we had some problem with bugs. So you're supposed to get those bug bombs. You know what I'm talking about? A bug bomb is you, you put that little canister down for those for you youngins that don't remember. You push <laughs> the button and the, the aerosol comes out. And yeah. the aerosol fills up the house and kills all the bugs. So the instruction said use one for every thousand square feet. So if you have a 3,000 square foot house, okay, people, this is it. math. I know there's a lot of insurance <laughs> agents on here. You guys know math. <laughs> it's going to be three. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. It's three. The, one of our customers, one of our insureds used 32. <laughs> Let me repeat that number. Somehow the decimal place got mistaken. 32. So you're saying and it got rounded cares? down to two. Right. 32. Who can't write three point? I don't know. But who cares? Right. It, what's the big deal? Here's the problem. He forgot to unplug the refrigerator. So when the refrigerator kicked on, it produced a spark. Oh, no. The house, let me see if I can use my hands. The house went, <laughs> and basically, it was just like one of those like movie sets. It went, and it just fell apart. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, we, we covered that loss, uh, as we should. <laughs> but uh, my rule to people is don't use 32 when it costs for three. My name is Stacy Galanti. I'm with Florida Peninsula and Edison Insurance Company, a carrier based out of South Florida in the good old state of Florida. So good. And I'm an insurance dude. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Oh, look at that. Boom. Right. That is a fantastic story. Yep. So I've used those, right? And obviously it's going to kill bugs, one, within a thousand square feet. So they're in there. They're popping the tops of these things. I mean, I don't care what kind of mask you have on. You're whiffing a lot of stuff. But I mean, imagine after five? I'm not sure exactly how they physically did it. They may have had some friends do it. May have had a bunch of people come over, each hit a couple of them and run out. I don't know exactly. I don't remember the case. This was probably 10 years ago or 12 years ago. But that thing kicked on. Now, it could have been that it wasn't the refrigerator at all, but some of the bugs were just, you know, okay. lighting up. <laughs> right. And they set it off. Because you know. When did this happen? Was maybe, this when did it happen? Like legalization or before? Pre? Oh, oh no. Oh, this, pre. Was, this was before. This was, this was okay. yeah, this was like 10, 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Okay. 
Back when the wow. bugs were smoking, just cigarettes, I guess. Don't smoke. Oh. Unplug your fridge, people. That's my rule. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So is there any chance that they thought this through and thought, if we do 32 of them, the house will blow up, that it will be covered? Here's the answer. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say this right. I interviewed these people, and there was no chance they were that smart. To do that. There was no chance. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, all your stuff is your personal stuff is destroyed and things of that nature. I right. will say, I will say that we find many times that there is fraud. One of the departments that I oversee at our insurance company at Florida Peninsula Edison is the special investigations unit, the anti-fraud unit. And uh-huh. so, you know, we do see people do that. This was not it. Right. You're like, no, Crazy. no, couldn't have done it. Ah, you're like, so- it actually it makes sense that they use 32. <laughs> you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, you're going to, you know how like, Let's face it, people have been to a bathroom and they leave it and there's they've left some some scent in that bathroom. Not <laughs> us, none of none of us. But you've walked in there, you spray a spray. You're like, one's not doing it. Next thing you know, you're spraying everywhere. Yeah. Right. This is that to the extreme. <laughs> you know wow. Just spray. Yeah. Just spray it. So Stacy, tell us, how did you get into this crazy business of insurance? I, I appreciate the question. Um and I'm a big fan of your of the Insurance Dudes podcast. I will say that I was I was a lawyer. I uh, went to law, law school, and um, I University of Miami. Although my I went to Boston University for undergraduate, and then went to University of Miami. And I was in the I became a just a regular good old fashioned lawyer, and I started by representing policyholders and suing insurance companies. So <laughs> yes. So if Great. you had a claim that was denied or wasn't paid, whether it was auto, you know, a, a collision claim, a comp claim, homeowners, windstorm, life insurance, you know, you name it. If a, if they didn't pay or if they paid less, business insurance, et cetera, I would go after them. So I did that for about 12 years. And during that time, towards the end of it, make a long story short, I met uh, a guy who was an Allstate agent, my buddy Clint. He was an Allstate agent for 17 years. He started off in the booth. He's a few years older than me. He started off in when it was part of Sears. If you nice. guys, okay, yep. also it was part of Sears. And so he would be in a booth and like, and this is not sexist. This is really how it was. Men, women would be doing the shopping back then in the old days. And the men would be in the auto section. So they put the insurance in the auto section, whether it was huh. home or auto insurance, they put it in the section and the guys were bored. And so you try to sell them insurance. <laughs> and so that that's how it was back then. I'm just, that's the way the world was. <laughs> and so he was an Allstate agent. He came to me again about 17 or 18 years ago, 18 years ago, and said, hey, in the state of Florida, there's a lot of unplaced homeowners policies because there's just it's such a problem state, Florida. There's hurricanes, mm. there's fraud, there's fires, there's tornadoes. There's like cro- we've had claims where crocodiles come into the house. So it, it, there's problems here. We'll talk about that. And so he said the government has policies that they'll give to you. They'll give to you. To start a business. So wow. he and I put together a business plan. Again, making a stupid long story even shorter. We no, put together great. a business plan. We went to two friends that we had. Both of them were Harvard MBAs. Okay. We're an agent and a lawyer. We're smart, but we're not Harvard MBAs. Okay. Maybe some of us are. I mean, I'm sure there's agents and people that do everything. So <laughs> these guys asked us literally a hundred questions. They gave us a hundred questions, literally about 90 something. We answered all the questions. We put together a business plan. And they investigated it and said, you know what? This is true. We can go to the state of Florida, get the policies nobody wants, and we'll do that. And so 
we put in our business plan, Clint and I, you know, we're, at the time we were in our 30s, mid late 30s. And we said, you know what? We believe that by year three, we'll do $100 million in revenue by year three. The Harvard MBAs and a couple other guys we got to join us later laughed. I mean, <laughs> you know, your kid walks in. I don't know if you guys have kids and they say, you know, I'm going to start a business, dad. You know, yeah. here you are, kid. <laughs> yeah. And so they, okay, kid. Right. Okay. What do you guys know? What What does the dudes know? Me and, me and my buddy Clint, we're the dudes. Yeah. So what happens? Actually, by year three, we were at about 150 million. And we started in 2005, and today we do $525 million in annual revenue. There you go. Wow. We do. That is we fantastic. Yep. Florida Peninsula, you can look us up. Edison, it's a combined, you know, it's a combined company. But so that's how we started, and that's how I got into it. Did you do a victory dance around the Harvard MBAs? I did. I was twerking because in South Florida, we twerk. <laughs> you started it. Oh, I start. I started. What was that one that you do like this that I can't do? It's the the flossing. Uh, the flossing. Yeah. I can't floss. Oh, name's I can't the either. Yeah, my body just says, "What do you like?" It's it's confused by it. the my thought of me. What's the fl- right? I can't do it. Yeah, kids can do it though, right? Yes. Kids I, can see it for the first time and just automatically do it. They're just yeah. disturbing. Disturbing. <laughs> That is awesome. So uh, take us back to that early win. How did that get going? Like, I'm sure you were doubting yourself a little bit at the beginning. Like, I I mean, I think we could do this, but. We did. We doubted ourselves. And again, we had a lawyer who was a plaintiff, a policyholder lawyer. I wasn't like a corporate lawyer. I wasn't working for some big company. And my buddy was an Allstate agent, a retail boot, just a retail agent. Okay. Like, like, like a lot of people listen to your, your podcast. And, but he, and he loved, loved doing it, but he had an idea that, look, we can start something and we can take policies to get started from the government. They give you the money, they give you the policies. And then from there, you're legit and you can sell, you know, you can file your forms and your rates and sell your policy to, to everybody else that, that, that needs that policy. So getting the money, again, the Harvard MBAs knew some people uh, to, to be able to put together the money. But I will tell you back then, it wasn't a lot of money. I think you needed something like $8 million to start an insurance company. Huh. $8 million. That's it. And it's, it's, I mean, $8 million is not a small amount of money. But, I mean, I'm sure where you guys live, there could be houses within a couple of miles that are $8 million or five. You know right. what I mean? It, I mean, certainly within a 50-mile radius, if you have a 20-mile radius, there's right. $8 million right. houses. Or, it's, yep. it's not that much money. Right. Um, That's crazy. Yep. Yep. So, so, so why don't you talk about so you had to you scaled super quick, right? You built this from zero to 120 million in three years, two years. So yeah, three years. How did you build that team? How did you create the infrastructure to support that in such a short amount of time? It's a great two. I'll give it up two answers. The first okay. answer is that there really was no infrastructure when we started, right. including the six executives. We had two people answering the phone. I mean, wow. it was answering the phone and like an, a financial bookkeeper. We had eight people. So we didn't have anybody. So there was no infrastructure. Okay. Um, however, we did within we within a certain number of months, maybe like six months, we outsourced phone calls, billing, and all of that to an outside local company that did it. So we outsourced it. We didn't have uh-huh. any of that in-house. Now we had a lot of it insourced. We have about 250 employees. We lease directly or vendor another 100, 150 employees um, that just work for us through a vendor relationship. But we still have about 250 full-time real employees. So originally, the answer is we had none. On the other side of it, when we did what they call the takeout, when we took those policies from the government, 
from the, the pool. And a lot of states have pools of insurance policies, auto homes. This was just home renters and condo unit. When we took out those policies, we had to appoint their agents. So just like you guys, we had to appoint their agent. So we still paid them their commission. In Florida, it's normally about a 10% commission on homeowners. Uh-huh. And right now, the average premium in Florida is about $3,500. Woo! So wow. 10% of that at least per yeah. policy. And it usually doesn't even change on renewal. I mean, it's not like it goes down. It's usually around the same. Again, depends on the areas and different carriers, of course. So basically, we had to appoint them. And we took out originally, you know, th- I don't know. I'm trying to remember what we did. The first takeout was maybe 30 or 40,000 policies that we didn't have 40,000 agents, obviously, but there were probably 2000 agents. Uh-huh. So we appointed 2000 agents. They were now Florida Peninsula agents and later in 2010 Edison. And so now they also had the right to service those policies and sell policies for us. So they, Hey, they got a, a, someone else comes in. Hey, the, you know, no offense to the bigger companies, the state farms, the all states, they don't write in Florida very much because we're a dangerous mm-hmm. state. So companies like ours, the quote, smaller companies, you know, 500 million annual revenue and not 5 billion annual revenue, but we're still very, you know, we're still Demotech, a exceptional rated mortgages, accept us. We still got plenty of surplus and, you know, a billion dollars in claims paying capacity. Those agents were writing and now they had another market and that was us. So super cool. Got all those. I agents. love it. Yeah. So going from so lean with that kind of growth, what were some of the the takeaways to build that team quickly and create consistency? Well, you're assuming there's consistency. And I think a lot of (laughs) no, because I've watched your podcast and and I've watched other podcasts. And I know a, a lot of your guests have so much confidence and consistency. And the fact is, most of them are full of it. Some right. of them are, um, they're all amazing business people, businessmen and women, but a lot of times they don't start that way. You stumble into it. You stumble to greatness. That doesn't right. mean you don't work hard. I get up in the morning. You know, I used to have to be at court sometimes for a 7.45 in the morning hearing. I didn't, no one in law school tells you judges sometimes start before eight in the morning and you've got to drive there and park. Okay. Right. So I'm used to getting up. I'm used to working hard. I'm used to staying up late. I mean, look, I'm only 22 years old and look what I look like. <laughs> Right. (laughs) Joking. So the fact is, is that you have to try to, when you're scaling or trying to build, what you learn is you're not going to be, you're not going to have the whole plan. You have to stumble and you have to try things. And when something works, you stick with it. Now, there are good outsourced people, right? Even now we get 10,000 phone calls, let's say a month, something like that, 10 or 12,000 phone calls, non-claims, just, you know, my mortgage changed or an agent calling saying, can you appoint me? So we got 10 or 12,000 a month. You have to outsource some of that. And so those people are experts at what they're experts at. We're experts at what we're experts at. And so as long as you have people supporting you and you know what your weaknesses are, that's how you scale it. You don't have to do everything in-house because you're going to be less efficient in my opinion. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, While you're still here, and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 in premium in the last couple years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register 
for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.